0: The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGP and Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. And that's active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. In the Giants' case, Lord knows how long that's going to be. And make sure to enter our World Series Prop Contest. Winner gets $200 cash and a $200 SGPN gift card. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious O.T.V. brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. and. Like the rest of this month, happy month of pop and locktober, folks. And if I could think of any other person who can just pop it and lock it to Chicago, to Chicago house music, it's this man, Josh Rodriguez. How's it going, Josh?
1: Pretty good. Is that uh, house music? Is that? Uh... Well, I think he's canceled now. But uh, DJ used to be called Julian Jumpin Perez. Is that is that I, a Chicago house guy?
0: I don't know. I'm thinking of like the old late like, '80s, like Chicago house. That's like I don't know. Uh, I don't. You kind of put it on par with that Africa Bambada stuff. Uh, by the way, who am I? I'm your host, Chase Sesum, the Wolf of Oaklawn. And if you've gathered, you're listening to the Notorious OTB. Uh, this is our Wednesday show. Last week we started doing our BBW Wednesday. Bankroll Builder Wednesday, but uh, we are doing that on Friday because we're going to do something special for the Express Bet Santa Anita Live Bankroll Tournament. Uh, so today we're playing our uh, midweek uh, sequence. We're, we're going to take a look at the pick five at Aqueduct. Baby got back. Belmont face with an Aqueduct booty. Uh, but first, I mean, it's been a while since I've talked to this this gentleman. Josh, how's the, how are things, Josh?
1: Oh, uh, pretty good. It's, uh, you know, it's been a busy, busy couple weeks. Uh, you know, we've been doing, uh, been doing our usual stuff over here. We're obviously getting mm-hmm. ready for breeders cup, trying to get, uh, you know, everybody all of a sudden has, has to become an expert in European racing and, right. uh, you know, uh, just, you know, you get a, a lot of really, really classy horses coming in. And mm-hmm. the, the best part about that is the couple weeks before that, you just have garbage racing right. uh like so you know you're used especially kind of coming off the 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 summer you know you got your Del Mar you got your uh your um Saratoga's and then mm-hmm. you kind of go into Belmont and kind of like it kind of slowly decreases as you get into Breeders Cup and uh, the last two weeks have been kind of rough uh, both on my bankroll and uh, just the quality of racing so excited to get into the uh the swing of things here with Breeders Cup but uh, I thought this This is a pretty, uh, pretty fun sequence that uh, that we were going to talk about here.
0: Yeah, it it is pretty interesting. Uh, I, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways we could go with this. But first, I mean, I'm more more worried about you. How are how are you? When's the last time you went to Vegas? Because I feel like I can gauge your mental health based on oh boy when the last time you went.
1: Because I'm like ninety nine percent sure none of my family listens to anything I do. Uh, In Mm -hmm. regards to this, uh, we can, we can get into it. If you want to get into this Las Vegas trip, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's go. (laughs) So, um, uh, you know, a little bit of backstory, uh, unfortunately, you know, my father passed away uh, earlier this year and, um, obviously leaving, you know, my, uh, my mom as, as a widow. And, um, she basically, um, is kind of still going through all the stages of grief. Right. And as anybody who's, who's like, known somebody who's going through grief right uh you get all the all the emotions right and then they start you know figuring out how like basically how unfair life is and so my mom is kind of just kind of going through almost a george costanza like uh not george costanza what's george's dad's name frank is it frank costanza
0: yeah i think so it's like an airing of
1: grievances has been happening for months now because you know it's just like all the emotions coming up so long story short at a certain point during this last vacation um you know my mom at, at some point had uh, known that my wife and i were going to uh, to vegas mm-hmm. and so she uh, she's like hey like is it okay if i come and my mom my, my parents traveled with us to vegas i mean a couple times a year like yeah sure why not come um which led into myself and my mom basically getting into like a screaming match in like the middle of mandalay bay and it was just like the the weirdest thing obviously at this point there was plenty of alcohol flowing everything is going out but man it was just like the the literally the the trip was so awkward and just weird that we are doing a redo trip so i'll be going, oh, wow. back, to, I'll be going back to vegas in uh. In, in about uh four weeks i think two weeks after the breeders cup so it man it's just you know it it was it was just the weirdest thing you know and it, it's been a weird couple of months just with you know dealing with uh with kind of the fallout with with my father passing away and everything so um it's yeah man like asking how I am that that's where I'm at at this point it's just like right. you know let, let's, let's make it past these holidays because I know the holidays are going to be weird that 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 first year around so
0: you mentioned like your your mom basically figuring out how unfair life is all at once and it makes me think of that episode of 30 Rock where Andy Richter is Tina Fey's brother who got in a skiing accident like his senior year of high school. And every day is the day before the senior ski trip. And like, he figures it out he's sitting at a table at like a TGI Fridays, drinking a very fruity, like alcoholic beverage. He's like, I could have been enjoying these for years. And for some reason, that's immediately what I thought of. Yeah, man, that's, you have had a, a rough go of it. So, I mean, you know, we love you to, we at the Notorious TV, me personally, lo- love you to death, Josh. So it, it sucks that you're going through this. I'm glad you're doing the redo trip. I could only imagine this is the first time you booking just an opulent ass suite that has a hide a bed in the couch, like really coming back to bite you. Uh, I, I would just imagine your mom like on, on the sofa bed the, the entire time, or she had her own spot.
1: Oh, she had her own room. Yeah. She, you know, she uh, just like, uh, just like me, he, she likes the, uh, she likes to gamble. So she'll mm-hmm. uh, she puts enough money through the slots that she normally uh, gets, uh, gets a comp room. But on a more positive note, it does sound like I'm actually going to be going to Breeders' Cup this year. Uh, kind nice. of a surprise, surprise thing that kind of came out of nowhere. So, um, nice. you know, we uh, tickets sold out a while ago. Um, you know, I, I had a couple people I called, you know, a couple favors in, but didn't really hear anything back. Um, but a couple of tickets seemed to have materialized out of thin air. So, uh, so it sounds like I'll be going. Nice. Are they like run the mill tickets? Are they the hoity toity tickets? Oh, run like the I... mill tickets. I so honestly i would have bought these a long time ago Mm -hmm. um but every single person i knew who was going had hoyi toy tickets Mm -hmm. and like i was going to be like the you know the broke ass sitting out in ga like texting like caleb like hey caleb how how are things inside the uh the the tent and like we we managed to
0: sneak sneak in boston tom who is probably the most confrontational person that i know like both days so like I, I you you would have ended up in the in the in the hoity toity seats i wonder like del mar last year so that was my first breeders cup experience but that like you know i felt like the, the betting windows were more crowded when i was in like the, the vip like tent thing that they had built versus like being out amongst the like the actual like crowd and stuff. And because Delmar is like crazy expansive, I don't think Keeneland is really like that though. So like, it makes me, it makes me think of like being in the infield at Oakland on like rebel day where like you place your ticket and then basically just get in the back of the line. Cause by the time you get to the window again, it will be time to bet on the
1: next race. Yeah. Keeneland is tiny. It is absolutely tiny. So I, I, this is going to be, we're going to be packed in like sardines. Um, Mm -hmm. I I just happened to, you know, a couple of other friends I I knew uh, are going and they're also sitting in GA. So I was like, all right, well, if like after, like, I'm sure Caleb will come out and talk to me a little bit. But like yeah. when he's big, the rest of the time while he's big timing me, at least I'll, mm-hmm. I'll have mm-hmm. other fellow D to hang out with there. So there, there you
0: go. I like that you're getting the little like needle, like ribbon rib here. So hoping that hoping that Caleb listens to this episode, which we had Caleb on our, our part two of the build up to the BC. Uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the Baqueduct, the Times Square Elmo meet for Naira, just the bootleg meet. We're talking about the late pick five. When we come back with more Notorious O.T.V. Thinking of joining WinBet? Well, now's the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. If you're looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club, whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. WinBet is truly... Hashtag DGENs only. Plus use Winbet's Build Your Own Bet to build some amazing same game parlays. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Winbet. So they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at Winbet.com. Must be twenty-one or older and present in the state where playthrough Winbet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 522 four seven zero zero and the sports gambling podcast is giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor or autographed Brian Dawkins jersey contest is completely free to enter just subscribe to youtube.com sportsgamblingpodcast sports comment on a video and each video is a new chance to win turn your notifications on so you don't miss any SGP contacting you when they pull the winner And make sure to enter our World Series prop contest. Winner gets $200 cash and a $200 SGPN gift card. Enter exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh So, like I said, we're switching it up this week. We're not doing the bankroll builder Wednesday. Instead, we were playing our horizontal sequence for Friday. So, this is the Baqueduct Friday card. Uh, This kicks off in race five, this pick five, post time, 244 Eastern, 144 God's time. And it opens with a six furlong New York bread, maiden special weight. Just kind of what a motherfucker of a linchpin race, by the way. Uh, this is I, I know this our drives our friend Caleb crazy whenever like you could be alive in the pick five and have your pick five ticket starting and you just get blown up by one of these New York made and special weight races. So uh, this was a particularly hard one i'm I'm interested to hear interested to hear where Josh went.
1: Yeah, you know. I don't mind these types of races at the beginning of the sequence as much as I do at the end. But, of course, this is a nine-race card, so this is the end of one sequence and the beginning of another. <laughs> um, you you know, you do get to see some will pays. You get to see um, how the betting kind of goes on these. Uh, I feel like state-bred races are maybe the most common they knew type races. You know, it's usually smaller connections, less betting, so you know the money tends to be pretty sharp on, on these. Um, I landed on two horses in this spot. Um, my top choice is going to be the two Midtown Lights, um, and and I'm looking at um, I'm looking at PPs before. Um, uh, before yeah. the actual post we, we, or
0: I, ch- I checked right before we went on, hoping we would have morning line odds, but, but we don't. So we are, we're just kind of guessing at who might end up the favorite, which by you bring up Midtown lights. That's why I thought probably goes off the yeah. post time favorite.
1: Yeah. And like, I just don't know, like sometimes you do get um, in these New York races before the actual posts are, or the numbers are given. Sometimes you might have like a, a random um, coupled entry. So uh, po- out of post position two, Midtown lights is my top pick. I think, Chase, you're right. This is probably going to end up being the favorite in this race. Um, You know, showed a little bit of speed last time out um, and uh, finished kind of in like a blanket finish, you know, fifth by two lengths. Um, I think that looking at uh, the um, breeding on this horse, I think that uh, probably might, might have needed one. Um, this is a plus move for Brad Cox. He's twenty eight percent in second career race, twenty eight percent second grass race. He gets a Javier Castellano aboard, who has been riding like he found the fountain of youth this year and has just been riding lights out this year. Um, you know, I've I've been one of the biggest JJ critics ever. Uh, you know, to the point where um, man,
0: did he have a good Saratoga though?
1: I know he's so good right now. So, um, I, I really like the two, uh, or post position two here, Midtown Lights. Um, one of the first time starters though that kind of, uh, kind of popped out at me uh, out of post position eight. The ho- uh, horse's name is Starts Now for Merkton Cantamarcy and uh, Sylvester Gonzalez here. Um, this was kind of a pedigree type play. Um, now, I know Mucho Macho Man doesn't necessarily win early on this turf uh, Turf starters. It's only 5% first time on the turf, but does have a respectable 15% turf uh, win rate here. Um, you got distorted humor on the bottom. Uh, kind of the similar story, not necessarily win early. But the dam has four starters, three turf winners here, um, has a very respectable DPI number, which is kind of a number used on BrizNet forms, which... Show how well the dams progeny have done compared to other dams, and so this horse is, is um, this uh, dams progeny it wins three point five times the average uh, amount of money if I if I remember how the the how it kind of works, um, which is just really good. So obviously a productive dam, um, you have you know a nice sire on top, you get kind of. I'm not going to say unknown connections, but you do get a smaller barn here. Um, you know, a lesser, lesser known barn. It's not a Brad Cox horse. It's not a Linda rice horse. It's not a Chad Brown horse. Yeah. So I, I think you, you might Bloom's get a little bit of a like price a mid, here.
0: Mid grade, mid tier name. I yeah. would say. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think you, I think you might get a, a nice price here on this horse starts now. Um, and uh yeah i i'm that's that's basically the two horses i think i'm gonna key around here in this first race uh how did you kind of see chase
0: so i i decided i i've got basically an a or b kind of like a choose your own adventure novel approach to this which is if midtown lights is just slammed at post time uh then i'm going three deep if he's not then i'm going four deep and including midtown lights but we talked about Midtown Lights. Let me give you the three I'm going to use and will be using no matter what. Uh, I'm going to use the four Red Butterfly uh, for Horatio uh, uh who will be, I mean, a horse that has shown that it can actually pass other horses. You got Trevor McCarthy up. Uh, I, I think this horse could be in a pretty good spot. Really like what I saw out of that last race. Uh, then the next one I'm going to use is the uh, Bodie's Girl uh, for David Donk, the number five, because I would always rather be the donker then the donkey when it comes to the first slash last leg of a series here like this pick 5 he's always live to blow up somebody's pick 5 and just donk on folks uh but again this is another horse that's actually showed that it can pass other horses then you take a look at the the running lines you see that the horse had trouble both times bumped both times so it had to come from a place to pass uh maybe it's uh, learned a little bit from the last ones and then uh the 7 3 unions who i have a feeling is going to be a huge price but I think this could be an early pace sort of, uh, you know, uh, factor uh, to go along with uh, the the two uh, Midtown lights. You got to think is going to be sending. I automatically think that any first timer is probably sending two, just because, you know, passing other horses is a a learned uh, learned behavior. So uh, three unions could be up there if if none of these horses actually want to pass all the way. So, for Richard Schossberg and Eric Cancel, uh, one that dueled last time and, and just faded. So uh speed and fade, stretching out, going to six. I I like it. But man, you one thing before we move to the next race that I just caught on Midtown Lights, looking this this has to be uh what Redisdale's first crop because right now his progeny are winning 20% turf races and 33% first turf. So I'm, I'm thinking that's probably like one of three, but I mean, if it's more than that, that's fucking impressive.
1: One thing I do want to add uh, also um, uh, the red butterfly, the horse you kind of talked about a little bit earlier. If uh, uh, I'm obviously capping, we're capping a couple days out. I'm thinking, Hey, this is going to be on the turf. If this, if for some reason they get some weather it's muddy uh, the four is a, is a must play in any type of uh, any type of sloppy dirt. Uh, you got uh, Munnings, obviously notoriously good um, turf or uh, turf uh, slop uh, sire, and then you got the store humor on the bottom, who is also a huge mud influence. So uh, the his mother was a Mudder. his father was a mutter. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I definitely, the, the, the four uh, would be a big play if uh, this does become sloppy.
0: All right, so moving on to the second leg here, race six. It's one mile on the dirt, $25,000 uh, claimer uh, for non-winners of two lifetime. I, I don't know about you, but. Uh, um, yes, yeah, I'm single. I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle? Yeah. Now- I'm I'm singled here. What about you?
1: uh i am kind of an ab type here similar to the first race where i i kind of uh, i i'm going to lean very heavily on the seven i'm guessing that's where you're kind of looking as well uh wicked lady Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know pace wise this looks to be a um this horse is probably going to get loose out there or is is should get loose i should say um new york is always a um interesting place when it comes to pace dynamics uh, which is why i can't just confidently single this seven um you know if you go back to the uh the maiden breaker when it was in mcpeak's barn i mean that race absolutely just stomps all over this field uh went to george weaver's barn and just com- completely regressed and now is in another barn uh for uh, ed barker uh, ed barker is 24 first off the claim so you you can anticipate a little bit of improvement how much i'm not sure I'm also going to be using the five holiday jazz. Uh, Are you aware of the music known as jazz? Was that going to be your single? Because you had that queued up real quick. No, Uh, (laughs) I
0: I just had a feeling you were going to ignore it. So I I even had this queued up. You hate jazz.
1: You fear jazz. Huh? Ah, Shut your mouth. Yeah, you fear jazz. No, I don't. You fear the lack of rules. No, the lack of boundaries. Oh, it's a fence. No, it's soft. Ah, What's happening? The shapes, the chaos. And then you wet but your trousers. I I do think though you are
0: you maybe you do actually do fear Jazz because you're not you're not singling Wicked Lady because you do think that you, that uh holiday Jazz could actually be up in the mix for this uh this pace
1: you know scenario early. I I definitely do. I mean you get Jose Gomez aboard, right? You get the weight break. Um, you I know, fucking you, hate Jose Gomez right now. Do you hate I'll, Jose Gomez, I but you love, love the weight them.
0: break. I love weight breaks, but I man, I I so I I say this, I will love them all. I will hate them all at some point, except for fucking Irad. I always fucking hate Irad. But uh, right now, Jose Gomez is on my shit list just because the way he's been going, like hardcore to a dead rail for weeks.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I obviously, I I think if the seven doesn't run his race, I think the five is going to be very dangerous in here because um, the five has also shown some speed. Um, But, you know, the run style has kind of gone back and forth, back and forth. You know, you're not really sure if you're going to get you know, this horse hustled out, obviously Jose Gomez ran, ran, uh, rode it last time out, didn't hustle the horse out. So I don't know. I I thought this was kind of just a, a B type in case the seven doesn't run his race. He's got some races uh, going back that, or she's got some races going back that, uh, that fit here.
0: I, I mean, I respect the going more than one deep because if you actually get around wicked lady, then I think you've got yourself set up for a very good score. Uh, going forward because I have to think that a lot of people are going to be th- using Wicked Lady as a as a free square. So that is leg two. I was singled to Wicked Lady, the seven coming from the outside. Love these outside posts on the main track at Aqueduct right now. I uh, have to watch some replays, make sure that is still in effect. But uh, it seems to be pretty consistent. So we're going to take a quick break here at the Notorious OTB. When we get back, we are hit the back half of this late pick five. When we come back with race seven. Stick around. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning 250 k plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five-player props, over-unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the App Store to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Mind. i'm gonna spell my name one more time check it it's the N-O-T-O-R-I-O-S. you just lay down slow. welcome back to the Notorious so tv brought to you by the sports gambling podcast network we are in the right in the the hump day the middle of this pick five it's race seven seven furlongs a thirty two thousand dollar clamor thank god for few conditions because i hate reading those fucking things uh I almost went back-to-back singles, but ended up throwing in a, a what I feel like is going to be a monster price in there along with the horse that I thought I could single. I'm really interested to hear what what you did because I, I literally could have gone just bombing the pass line, rolling sevens here.
1: Uh, I did single here. Uh, so I'm guessing we, we're we probably on the same horse here again, if I had to guess. But uh, I'm going to be singling Vegas, the two. Weekend, right? Oh, no, I was Vegas Oh, weekend, no, seven. no. I'm singling yeah. the two Chloe Rose here. Um, now, uh, you know, once again, we, we've, we've, talked about JJ already. Um, you know, JJ has just been lights out, uh, this year. I, like I said, I don't know what, what got into him, but, uh, he found the fountain of youth here. Um, I think that this is going to be your, uh, your pace in this race. And this horse is kind of just dropping off a cliff here, you know, has been running in allowance races for the longest time. Um, and has been, has won, an allowance race uh recently i think that uh i don't know if they just think the horse is you know kind of just out of form that the horse needs a break um you know obviously the horse is, uh, has been running about once a month here um but you kind of gotta if you kind of cross out those last two races this horse fits in this in this in a real real nice spot um, especially with I think the pace advantage that this horse is going to have. Um, you know, like I said, you got the drop. Um, and I think the drop's going to help get this horse kind of back on the right track. So uh, I'm I'm going to go ahead and just single uh, the two Chloe Rose here.
0: Okay, yeah. So I went with Vegas Weekend because I felt like that horse is going to get like just the prototypical wide stocking Aqueduct trip where it's going to be pretty very up up close. Very right next to the pace, coming from that wide thing, and as soon as they hit the turn, when everyone goes to the inside, he'll hit the track. You know, uh, the the she'll hit the tractor trail and just uh, take off. Uh, you were talking about falling off a cliff, coming out of a sixty-two thousand dollars optional claimer for Linda Rice, uh, second off the layoff. Uh, this horse, a uh, little bit of a distance specialist, two races at seven furlongs, one win, one second. Uh, you know, I, I really like this spot, and I almost singled, but I actually included the eight who given the jock might take a little bit more, more money than I originally thought, but, uh, Jerusalem for, uh, Kelly Breen, because I thought that if there's any horse that could sneak up from the wide post and just steal it at a price that this was the one, uh, dropping out of stakes competition. I'm a fucking sucker for park shippers at aqueduct. Uh, even if it's back still, they're racing at aqueduct. So I, I thought that this might actually end up being a pretty good spot. And you want to talk about a positive jockey move. You drop off Kendrick Carmouche. she put up Flavor Flav, Flavian Pratt. So I, I'm going two deep, seven, eight. Uh, I could easily have gone one deep Vegas weekend, but I just have a feeling that Jerusalem could be a price to get up. I'll probably bet this horse wouldn't play show as well.
1: Yeah, I, I did look at the, uh, the eight horse a little bit here uh, Jerusalem, um, a- as well as the seven. Um, and, and, you know, frankly, if you use the same logic that I'm using on a two, you could, you probably could include the seven as well, right? You toss those last two. Um, but, uh, yeah, Van Doff first off the claim, uh, from Rob Atris, uh, for R- Linda Rice here. And then, uh, just basically did no running, um, in that five horse field at backward there. Um, but, once again, you kind of go back to, to some of these other aqueduct races uh, from last year uh, and the horse totally fits. Um, and uh, yeah, has run some really, really nice races at aqueduct. So.
0: All right. So now we've got what turns out to be the feature eight and a half furlongs, the Chelsea flower stakes. Uh, it's a non-graded $120,000 purse for Phillies, two years old, and I don't know, it's something about the, the name of this stakes race makes me think that whatever trophy comes for it should be just delivered by a dude in a baby tee with rollerblades. Um, I, I think the reason I added Jerusalem is I didn't want to be single, single, single because I am single here in this field, too. I, I have a feeling I'd be willing to bet it's the exact same horse. But
1: Josh, guess first. Who do you have? I have the uh, the five Grand Oak. Is it the same horse?
0: Now, the women love you when you get out there. Why do you think that is? What'd you say? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Huh? That's right. That confirms it. When you hear it Confused James Brown, it means we've both got the same single. Yeah, I'm on Grand Oak. Just hard single. Uh, I I mean, if ever there were a Josh and Chase horse, Grand, it would be Grand Oak. Uh, we do love inexpensive velocity who should be out on the front controlling the pace
1: yeah for sure and you know the fact that grand motion saw fit to to send the horse over to the queen mary um and even though the horse just got absolutely trounced um obviously he thought he had something there horse came back in in the stakes race and ran pretty well uh ran fourth um but uh you know you know that these horses shipping back, it's they it usually takes a couple races for them to get back in. Uh ran at Colonial, uh you know, ran kind of evenly. Um and then ran uh, at um this on the synthetic. Um you know, maybe maybe the horses didn't like the synthetic. I don't know. Getting back on the turf, uh gonna be sprint, uh gonna be stretching out here um which might be a little bit of a concern but i i, I mean this is going to be your your uh your controlling speed here i think um
0: and it's not like we haven't seen spites towns go long at this point
1: you remember a few
0: years ago it was like well no spites town you know bred horse can can actually handle this
1: sort of distance and they do it all the fucking time now into mischief can't win a derby right right <laughs> um i i do have to like just hand it though to chad brown Uh, to have both tax implications and implicated in this race um i don't know if he's like trying to get uh, seth Klerovich in trouble here or something but uh yeah you know
0: yeah But or does it work like a double negative like if you have tax implications and you're also implicated are you then do you have immunity how does that work i don't know i don't know i don't know a lot about the law or uh taxes or uh implications really i just don't even know what the word means but yes i no i really did think that grand oak i mean just looks like it should control the pace um and say what you want to say about the the performance in the queen mary still did better than anything horse that i rad who was on who just did not understand the the assignment while he was in uh at ascot i expected him to come out backwards like riding the horse backwards at ascot after some of the rides that he gave uh some of west ward's horses yeah i mean it looks like it should be the the controlling pace all the way around And so, I mean, I go ahead, I I take a a free square. If I'm going to use any other horse, it's implicated, but I would rather lean into early speed all day, every day. So it's time to wrap it up. Last leg, the money leg, where we hope to make the money to somehow utter these words someday. Hey, 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 don't rub on that. that. You blocked that you understand that's alpaca that's $25,000 alpaca you block that shit you don't rubble put the club soda on
1: there
0: so what do you have for this money lag where we make that block my alpaca money
1: this was a tough one um I landed on my top pick being a first time starter in here the four won an award uh Oscar performance uh has so just... because
0: of coupled entries that is actually the five
1: won an award oh you have the entries finally okay well, well the, okay on the, so on
0: the briz they have coupled at, at the top Wico and Baye lounge so I always go through and like renumber them whenever I see that
1: oh nice oh good for you so yeah. the five horse here uh won an award um, is going to be my uh, my top pick. Obviously, Oscar Performance off to a amazing start as a sire uh, has been winning a ton on the turf. Um, horse has got a uh, an okay work pattern. Looks like they've kind of been pretty consistent uh, with the horse. Uh, Manny Franco gets a bore here. Um, horse is a half to Venetian Harbor, which is useless. But uh, at least you know <laughs> that uh, you know the dam- the dam has put out a, a-, a nice horse um and uh does have one turf win uh as well so um i, I think the four won an award is going to be a uh you know it's probably gonna be a horse to take some money just just seeing as how oscar performs is kind of um won um won early um i did look at the the wes ward horse i'm not entirely sure what i'm gonna do with uh the seismic spirit i'm um, gonna be on the outside uh is gonna show speed because every wes ward horse shows speed uh, but ran in that Windsor Castle and just, I mean, well, I didn't really run. Um, so, you know, I, I mean, this horse is just going to be getting a shot like a rocket. We'll we'll see if it can hold on. Um, I was interested a little bit in the 10, or, or sorry, Deccan Prince, who's I think is going to be the 11 horse. Um, but I really, I, the note I wrote down here is longer. I really want to see this horse stretch out go back to that mile mile and 16th, maybe even longer. Um, but, uh, I, I think this is a really, really nicely bred horse. Uh, I, I think this horse could still, you know, have a nice career. I know it is 0 for four so far, but, uh, yeah, I, I think most of my money is going to go through the four and the nine or the, um, sorry, the five and, the the 10, I guess it is here.
0: Yeah. So whenever I had Ren Carruthers on to do her like pedigree notes to, to pay attention to for rising, you know, future star Friday for the breeder's cup, that was one of the things she called off right off, right. The bat right off the bat is just the performance of Oscar performance as a first crop sire. It even kind of speculated that if he's, if his. Progeny are doing so well this time with his first book of mayors, like that next book of mayors might be even better. Like that second crop might be just fucking insane. So I, I saw it instantly because, uh, I do. Rin has the pedigree information that like you have to like go to Hogwarts and sw- swing across like a pit of snakes on a vine and like go into a secret tunnel, find an old dusty book, like that sort of pedigree information. So mm. I-, I keyed in on that. But then I also keyed in on some of my favorite, just like turf spra- uh, sprint uh, sires uh, or sire, which is Munnings. So I, I used uh, won an award. I used ordinary, uh, the six, and I used unknown agenda, the seven, I know it's getting a little bit chalky here, but if I'm alive at this point after going like, you know, damn near single, single, single instead of going single, double, single uh, I'm going to go ahead and spread out and use all four. And the last one was the Westward horse. I'm crazy, but I'm not suicidal. So I'm going to go ahead and and include, you know, Wicco in there. Who's also one half of a coupled entry. I believe Uh, by lounge, if there's a scratch, will actually draw in, but Bill Mott is the, uh, the trainer for, for by lounge think we got it you think think we're gonna nail it we're I, I had was it jeff from charting horse value on for the last sequence we did at keeneland and we just absolutely beat the brakes off of it i feel like we either beat the brakes off of this or we do fucking terrible
1: yeah i you know if i'm live to if i'm live to this four horse i'm feeling pretty good in the last first um so it, it's definitely going to be uh I, like i said i think it's going to be a fun uh it's going to be a fun little sequence um, I think there is there is some money to be made here, especially if, if you kind of attack it skinny, I think the way that we have, um, yeah. you know, we, we haven't gotten, uh, I, I don't think we went more than, you know, three horses wide in any spot. So uh, I think it's going to be a cheap ticket. It's going to be one that you can definitely leverage up, uh, and maybe play a couple tickets where you leverage up even your strongest onions and, um, you know, make some cash.
0: Yeah. I I think if I play every single horse in the first leg, this is a $16 ticket for me. So I probably press it for a dollar or $2 and try to hit my, hit my singles. If I get bold, I maybe go back through and do a three singles through the middle, you know, bookend four by one, by one, by one, by, by four sort of ticket uh, where it's, you know, 16 bucks for, for a dollar to press it again. Uh, Try to do do that thing. That fucking Mark's always annoying about lever, you know, leverage and blah 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 blah, whatever you know Mm -hmm. you know those annoying things that that mark says um man josh so i understand you've got a couple you you just launched a new podcast with uh andrew champagne for on the wrong lead is that correct
1: yep drinking champagne so uh we kind of we've been kind of going back and forth on um you know doing uh talking about the hot topics that are out there uh i think our next uh i think you should do
0: it in a hot topic
1: Oh man, did you did you hear about the uh the emo fest uh in Vegas? Apparently the first night uh got canceled um because of the wind. So they were just like a ton of just like sad emos in Vegas. Like it was just some of the some of the footage was just like like I like like I think if I remember correctly um, there, a lot of the bands were trying to like do right by the fans and like play like these like small venues and like do like these like pop up shows. Um, All American Rejects played a barbecue restaurant. I I just I, like this is like the like the weirdest thing. It's like I like I don't even know how that happens. Like like do you think like All American Rejects called the barbecue restaurant? You think the barbecue <laughs> restaurant reached out to them? I. Emo, emo is such
0: a weird word because I don't know what emo technically means anymore. When I think of emo, I think of, like, dashboard confessional and, like, yep. saves the day. That, like, that's mm-hmm. emo to me. And yep. then like and that's it started exactly getting... who was playing. And now, if you listen to Pornhub, it's like, uh, you know, a bunch of tattoos and, like, purple hair and stuff. But it bleeds into goth and stepmothers.
1: Yep. It kind of bleeds into what, what they call scene. Mm-hmm. Not porn in... scene, but, but it's just called yeah. scene.
0: I don't... Yeah, I don't I don't know what that is. I've like resigned myself that like I'm like full on into like dad style. Like I've got my collection of old ratty T-shirts that I've gotten for free from places like I watched My dad still has like a 25 year old budget rent a car shirt from St. Bart's. That's like a triple XL. He's like five, six, five, five. Like it's he's swimming in this thing. You can tell he's giving up on life because he's just swimming in the motherfucker. Uh, so like yeah, it's it's. I don't have a style anymore. I put on a. I, if I don't feel like combing my hair, put on, put on a hat. I wear jeans or hoodies. I guess my style is uh, uh, capital insurrection. Honestly, now with the beard, if I had to pick anything, and that's completely unintended.
1: It's I mean, just, I. Oh, uh, you could you could have gone for, uh, well, I've been watching Game of Thrones for the first time, finally. Uh, mm-hmm. So you could have gone with, um, oh my goodness, why am I forgetting his name? The wildling guy with the beard. Have you seen oh, the show?
0: So, so yeah, uh, I've watched every single episode of of, uh, of Game of Thrones, but I, honest to God, could not look at someone and tell them their names. Because, like, they're, you know, they all have funny accents. Their names are all long and weird. I'm just like, I know who they are. Like, if someone says her name, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know who that is. But I couldn't tell you any of their names off the top of my head.
1: I was talking to, I was talking to Caleb about this yesterday, or a couple of days ago. We were playing. We were just, like, bullshitting. And uh, he was asking me how it was going because he, he's seen all of it. And so he was curious how I liked it. And I was like, dude, I was like, at a certain point, they introduced this character, like, in, like, the last, like, last or second to last uh, episode, or episode of the season. And I guess they didn't renew this guy's contract the next season so they replace them with a different actor yeah and so this guy shows up and he starts talking and I'm like who the fuck is this f- guy <laughs> you know and like because like if, if you've ever watched this show like you gotta you gotta be paying attention like I had I've there's been times where like something's happened like maybe I had to get up and like answer the door or something and it's like all right I gotta rewind like six minutes because they're in the middle of this conversation and I feel like I have no idea what's going on so it's like you got like I'm constantly rewinding trying to remember people's names all of a sudden there's this guy I'm like this guy seems important how did I fucking miss this guy and so like I'm like on Google I'm like searching like trying to like while the episode's going on trying to figure out who this guy is and it's like oh they he got replaced in the next season I'm like what the fuck like <laughs> I feel I, like, like the that, only like... the only name that I learned was was Khaleesi
0: right and then it turned into whatever her fucking name is at the daenerys yeah denny's grand slam or whatever and like i i just like fuck it it's khaleesi that's the only name i i remember i'll tell you what though this this came to me the other day i might have been a little bit high when i had this thought how do the people of game of thrones just like keep hitting the genetic bullseye when it comes to the incest like where are all like the flipper kids and like you know all the the weird like had sex with your brother or sister like offspring like what happened to them because it seems like they're all just popping out like
1: perfect you know perfect children from from crazy incest i mean Tyrion is a dwarf right you would think product of incest like hey like you got like double the dwarf the dwarf chance right isn't it isn't it genetic like i don't understand i don't know yeah no but no no it's i probably mother was like a whore you see
0: what happens when they dirty up the the lannister blood or whatever but still like yeah like i'm thinking back well joffrey was a fucking joffrey was fucking crazy
1: fuck Joffrey. i was so so, i was so upset the way he died like I want you were, to you wanted like,
0: something way more brutal yeah, didn't you.
1: It was like really like this bitch gets poisoned. Like sorry if I spoil anything for anybody who hasn't watched it yet, but
0: Yeah, if you did not watch Game of Thrones 10 years ago, Joffrey is poisoned. All right. We are going to wrap it up <laughs> on, on that note. Josh man, thanks for thanks for coming in. Uh go ahead uh let the folks know what you've got going on with On the Wrong Lead and where they can find everything.
1: Yep, you can check us out at ontheronglead.com uh, on uh youtube.com/ontheronglead. At wrong underscore lead on Twitter. Uh, obviously, I'm at cherry drank on Twitter. Um, we do uh, streams every Thursday night. Um, so we'll be doing uh, we'll be doing a deep dive into some European runners and probably degenning like Remington Park or whatever is running Thursday night. Um, and then next week we'll we'll be doing some previews for uh, Breeders Cup. Um, obviously, we'll have a uh, podcast out tonight uh, or today. I guess secondly, since it's coming out on Wednesday uh, for. Um, the pick six carryover at uh, Keeneland. So you can check that out on the, on the wrong lead feed on Apple, um, Apple, Spotify, all those places. And also uh, we post a video on YouTube. So uh, that'll be uh, episode three of drink and champagne. And uh, yeah, got a lot of stuff coming out uh, for breeders cup. So check it out.
0: Yeah. And we will be wrapping up uh, next Monday. We will have our uh, part three of our build up to the breeders cup. We've got uh, Malcolm Bamford, uh, our, our boy from across the pond for SGPN. Dropping in to give us some Euro horses to watch. Uh, this Friday, uh, we've got a little special thing going for the uh, the uh, Santa Anita Express Bet live bankroll tournament. Uh, going to have a bunch of just new folks here, so this is going to be like keeping dogs in a bathtub. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, just check out the show. Give it a follow. Give it a subscribe. Give it a like. Give it a review. Uh, follow the show at Notorious underscore Follow me at of Oaklawn, and uh, we will catch you Later this week, when we get all into Santa Anita, then after that, shutting it down. It's all Keeneland until Breeders' Cup. We will catch you next time.